Well, here I am. Happy Thursday, everybody. Today is the 12th of January. We are officially two days away from playoff football. Of course, on Saturday, we will have the Bengals and the Ravens in Cincinnati, and we will have the 49ers and the Seahawks. But speaking of the AFC, both the Bengals and the Ravens, we have some breaking news from the AFC side of things. A neutral site has been selected in the occasion that it is Bills versus Chiefs, which is a very likely scenario. Um, I think if I had to put money on it, I'd probably say that is going to be the AFC Championship game. We have a neutral site declared by the NFL for where that game would take place should it be those two teams in the AFC Championship game. It is going to be Atlanta, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, the home of the SEC Championship game, the home, the second home of the Georgia Bulldogs, and the unfortunate home of the Atlanta Falcons. That is also the place where Tom Brady and Jared Goff had the most boring Super Bowl of all time a few years ago when the Patriots defeated the Rams like 6-2 to two or whatever the heck that was. But yeah, a neutral site has been selected. The NFL also said that uh, Atlanta is... The good thing about Atlanta is that it is pretty much equally distant away from Kansas City as it is away from Buffalo. So it would not provide a advantage for fans to get there closer. I know that there was also some speculation on whether Indianapolis was going to get it or if maybe Detroit possibly, but um, I heard some lunatics online saying, oh, they get Lambeau Field or Soldier Field or uh, some other place. It's just like, who in their right mind would think that having it outdoors in the end of January in Chicago or in Green Bay, Wisconsin, just weather-wise, let alone the conditions of those fields. They're basically cattle pastures, if we're being honest. Who thought that would be a good idea? But anyway, it's going to be in Atlanta. Moving on now, the uh, Minnesota Wild, they have uh, not been doing so great over the last uh, week or so, but they've still constructed together, apologies, that's my oven, uh, they've, they were able to construct a couple of... Um, satisfying ties, if you know what I mean. But basically what happened was they got beat by the Stars bad on Thursday, December 29th. Then they beat the Blues, which was really good on New Year's Eve. Wild win was great when they won over the Lightning. And then the Sabres beat them in a very thrilling game. I believe that was the first Sabres home game in Buffalo after the DeMar Hamlin incident. So that really helped um, electrify their, their community with a big, powerful win over the Wild. Um, really, really electric game that went all the way to overtime. Sabres win 5-6, to six, Wild steal a point. Um, Blues just come into Minnesota and just wreck us 3 to nothing. And then the Wild go on the road and they blow two re leads against the Rangers and they lose in a shootout. So over the last three games, like over the last four games, let's see here, we got two, three, four. We got four points in the last four games, so it's not the worst you can ask for, obviously, of a maximum of eight, like, if you're going to, I'm not going to complain about an overtime loss unless you blew a three-goal lead. So it's like, it is what it is. You're still going to get a point out of it. But the Wild are still in the Big Apple tonight as they travel to Queens to take on the New York Islanders in that beautiful brand new UBS arena. Um, nonetheless, now we take a look at the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves had won, I think it was four or five games in a row to start the 2023 calendar year. And these games weren't against, like, cake puff teams. We beat the Nuggets. 
We beat we beat so many really talented good teams in this winning streak, and then they go into De- Detroit, right, and they lose to the worst team in the league, the Pistons. That's tanking for Victor Wembanyama. I think you saw you. Uh, I, I'm not even gonna take a stab at that. Well, I mean, I guess I already did. But there's this kid that's coming out of France, I believe, who's gonna be drafted number one overall in the NBA draft next year. And this kid, this is the most that a prospect has ever been. Uh, I know we said some things with Zion, a few Zion Williamson of the Pelicans a few years ago, but this Victor kid from France, oh my goodness, he is, he's insane. And he is going to be quite the monster in the NBA. Uh, Finally, I think the T-Wolves are, they're on the right path again. And it's important to remember that at this point last year was the point when the Timberwolves actually took a stab at, you know, having a good run. And that's what that run allowed them to go to the playoffs. The Timberwolves are going to make the playoffs. It's just whether it's just how they're going to get there. If they're going to have to go through the play in tournament or not, I would be very surprised if the Timberwolves straight up did not make the play in tournament. But nonetheless, we move on quickly here to uh, Tua Tagovailoa is a no go versus the bills this weekend. He was questionable. And with all the concussions happening and, He really suffered another concussion in that game against the Packers, which he ended up finishing, but it was determined after investigation by the NFL that there was no foul play involved with keeping him in the game. Um, So yeah, Tua is not going to start. So it looks like Skylar Thompson is going to start a playoff game on the road in Buffalo. Yeah, good luck, Skylar. I would be surprised if the Dolphins lost by any less than 24 but we still don't know whether Lamar Jackson is going to play for the Ravens this Sunday, but it sounds like he's not going to because he skipped practice uh, either today or yesterday. So that is not great if you're a Ravens fan, but uh, that's really going to be it for today. Um, Kind of a slow day. Uh, Earlier this week, the twins re-signed Carlos Correa to a, not re-signed because he left, but after that, that can be a whole separate episode, honestly. But what what a scene that was. And they had the introductory press conference yesterday. What a great thing. Carlos Correa is locked down for six years minimum in Minnesota. And if it's not that long, the Twins will have all the power in the world and they'll get their money for him in a trade. So, or their assets back. So, nonetheless, you know, it's been a pretty good week in Minnesota sports. And hopefully we're going to be set for a great weekend when the Vikings defeat the New York Giants this Sunday at 3.30 on Fox. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next time on M Nation.